Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I am Michelle Berkowitz, super excited about the new year, and I I get four, I think four more days to say Happy New Year to everybody I see, which I love that. But I'm excited about our show today because all of our listeners are going to meet one of our newest radio show hosts, and his name is Daniel Alexa. He is one amazing dude, if I can say that, because this is about Women Lead Radio, but we have some really amazing men that are part of our association and also part of our thought leadership and Connected Women of Influence. So it's my pleasure to introduce you to Daniel Alexa. He is a Transcendent Living Coach of Transcendent Living, and he is getting ready, which we're super excited about here in Women Lead Radio, that he is going to be starting his new show series, called Inspired Being, not just with the point, but with an exclamation point. So, Daniel, say hello to all of our listeners and just tell, give something to everyone that's inspiring as a start to our show, because I know that is you. Let's see. Well, hi, Michelle, and Happy New Year. I'll say that first, and Happy New (laughs) Year to everyone. That's good. And let's see. We're, what, three, almost four weeks into this new year, and as we think about an inspiration and starting open. We get that, that semi-fresh start at the beginning of every year, but really maybe we should look at that from a more inspirational place of you get a fresh start every morning and how we choose to enter into each and every day really constructs our life. So think about how who you want to be and how you want to experience life and know that every morning when you wake up, you have a tr- you have the opportunity to make that happen because it all comes from our belief structure. I love that. You know, it's, I'm, I do want our listeners to know because I've gotten to know you quite a bit over the, the last few years and especially, you know, with your wonderful Sue talk that you did. Um, gosh, that's two years ago now, right? <clears throat> Back in 2021. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely Amazing. So our listeners should check out your Sue Talk on our YouTube channel for Sue Talks. But I think what's always amazing to me with you is that there's just such a a wonderful inner sense of purpose and self when anyone interacts with you. At least that's what I've seen and also my conversations with you. And I'd love for you to share, like, what, you know, what is being a transcendent living coach like, you know, as you work with people? I mean, what, it, what, does, a, what does a living a transcendent living coach like yourself do? And I know, I don't know if we're going to bring up that one phrase that you always use, but I'm just curious so our listeners know, like, what does, what does that entail that you do, you know, in working with people as a transcendent living coach? For me, it really involves listening to them very, very, very closely, um, not just the words they're saying, but also the energy they're bringing to the conversation. And helping them to open up to the limitations they're bringing to their lives is 
Webster's defines transcendence as beyond or above the range of normal or merely physical human experience existing apart from and not subject to the limitations of the material universe. But we, we as human beings love to associate to our limitations. We'll give people excuses why we can't do something even though we dream of it. And it's my job in the work that I do is to help people who have that dream get out of their own way, rise above who they're being currently to become the person who can live their dream. It sounds awesome. I'm just really curious what kind of what kind of fight do you or maybe fight's the wrong word, but what what kind of uh, hurdles you know do you deal with with people that are trying to do that? Because we do, we put up our own barriers. It's like you know we say, I'd like to, but oh, I can't or I won't. I mean, won't is probably more powerful than can't because you know we can mm-hmm. camp our lives away. So I'm really curious. You know, how, when you're in that, how, how do people put up kind of those barriers or those burdens, and how do you get them to, you know, find and act on and go and, you know, find that transcendent life that they want? The biggest, if I were to boil all the sessions, all the work with all the clients over the past eight-plus years down to one common theme or the theme that seems to be most predominant in my conversation that boils down to, individuals feeling unworthy and undeserving of having good things in their life and being successful. So from that Mm. sense of not being worthy, not being a deserving, they'll start on a path to go toward achievement and then begin to sabotage it because their inner mindset and their inner belief is that I'm not allowed to have it or I'm not good enough to. So we get, we get into some really deep understanding and shifting of, who is the person that's sitting across from me more for them than for me so that they can awaken to what's really inside of them. Because all that, all those inner voices that are telling them that they're not capable of or undeserving, they're the voices that are lying to them, but we tend to lean into them as though they're true. We, I love that. I mean, I'm, I'm curious on something like when you get people that reach out to you and I always wondered this, you know, but especially with you, because, you know, if, if an individual is not willing to do the work or be open, do you ever find that there's people that you just realize it's like, I, I can't, you know, with you. I mean, do you, how do you, how do you attract the right clients? Cause you've got to be open. You've got to be right. Ready to take action or, is that something that you just kind of peel back the layers and work on? I mean, what's that process like when we do, we kind of like, you know, kind of bury ourselves in and go again, I don't know if I can take that leap. I don't know if I can make that step. It's like, I'm not worthy. I mean, my God, I could go through all those. Does somebody have to be at the right time and right place? And I believe I've asked about five questions in my question, but I think you can handle it. So just get in there. And I'm like, yeah. I do that. I'm so sorry that I do that. <laughs> The, the thing that comes to mind is something that I say to my students when I'm teaching life coaching is that your client can come in or my clients can come in and they can tell me all the, all the reasons they can't do something or their limiting beliefs, yet something brought them to the door. Something took them to the web because they might be feeling in that space of life could be better, but I can't quite tell you how yet. I just know that I'm living something that's somewhat miserable and I don't like it, but I, they sometimes, mm-hmm. and this was me, this was me 10 years ago going through a big, a big change in life where 
I knew it could be better, but I couldn't tell you what better meant at that moment. And through all of it and all the, the personal work I've done over the ensuing 10 years, I've come to realize that I did know because I couldn't have had that sense of life could be better without having a comparison point somewhere along the line because otherwise there's, there's no comparison to create the existential crisis. And once I gave myself permission to one, speak it, and then two, begin living into it and creating it, that's when things really shifted. So I listened to the voice that was telling me something's not right here and you've got to make a change, but it already knew I just wasn't hearing it. So that's what I help help my clients come to is listen, listen to that voice that tells you you can, or is, is saying something ain't right here with what's going on and really start tuning into it. And then the, the more the, what I would call the imposter voice or the limiting voice tends to get quieter over time. It never fully goes away because it does, there is a purpose that it has, but we don't focus on it as much and we find our empowerment instead. Wow. That's cool. I I think that's cool. I mean, I I love before we take a sponsor break, you know, when you, first of all, you exude um, what your passion is through your voice. I mean, I hope our listeners can hear that. I mean, that's what makes you, I think, amazing in the space of what you do. And I'm really curious, like, I know you said you've been doing this for a long time. You know, can you think of like one of your, without, of course, saying who the people are or the individual, but can you think of, you know, just a client experience where it was just, you know, it was transcendent. I know there's probably many, but does one come to mind that you could kind of share with, you know, our audience of who, who was it that, you know, the scenario of why they came to you and then what was the outcome so that listeners can kind of understand what a transformational experience defined, you know, what you want to yeah, do in the future and what you truly need in life? <laughs> I think I can tell this one in very broad brush strokes because it's actually a hybrid of a few clients. Um, but mm. Over time, there there have been a few people who came to me who were very much beating themselves up over events that had taken place three, four, five years in the past and were still carrying a sense of shame or guilt over what they did at those decision points in life. And when when they came in to do the work with me, still had that focus back in the past and through the conversation, like it's not, how is that serving you when they come to the realization it's not? And as we released, it was almost like a profound sense of forgiveness that had to be delivered to the the self that had so-called made the perceived mistake. Um, And once they processed through that, they just didn't know any better at that point in time when they made the decision and could then be kinder to their their vision of self or their older sense of self that um, all bets were off at that point and really then started living a more positive life moving forward and, um, you know, owning their decisions from a place that if there's not really a good or a bad decision, there's only a decision and we'll deal with the outcome as it flies because no matter how much information we have, there will always be something we don't know when we're making a choice and being kind with ourselves and not looking back saying, I really screwed that one up. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I, I can't even imagine all the different scenarios of what people come to you for, right? I mean, life, you know, deals us what it deals it and we live it how we live it. But I'm going to take a quick sponsor break here because we need to say thank you and recognize one of our sponsors and partners. But when I come back, it's like I'd really 
you know, love to know. It's like, I mean, everybody at the beginning of the year is always, you know, the, I mean, I hate them, but the resolutions, right, for the new year and, you know, I, the commitment and they want to change their lives and they want to be more healthy and all this. Like, do you experience that? And just think on that for a second. I'm going to read here and say um, thank you to one of our sponsors, but I'll be back and we'll talk about that. So uh, Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you so much for your support, Microsoft, and a big thank you to all of our sponsors and partners. So, Dan, I'm back to you. And like I said before, I just said thank you to our Microsoft sponsor. It's like, you know, what are some of the – do you find the same thing that people come to you, like is it like a a high season for you for coaching at the first of the year because people are ready to – change it up and be perfect and better and I know there is no perfect but what do you find is, is there is there a seasonality and it, is it really you know a busy time for coaching at the first of the year or no it for me it tends to be pretty steady across the year but there's certainly more awareness and conversation around intentional life change or, or making intentional changes when we're looking at that hardline day of January 1st, and it, it all starts over again. Um, there's more mm-hmm. awareness. And then we'll, we'll have a conversation, we'll have a lot of conversations around, you can change your life any day. It's not just that magical day and of 1-1 one, one on the calendar year. And how many people, what I find really starts to happen is conversations will pick up in March or April because the, oh. the resolution, the goal gets started on January 1 and live into it for a couple of weeks, have the initial momentum, and then life starts to happen, and we fall off the, the doing. We move you know, to get distracted by things because at first our energy is really into, I'm going to go work out, I'm going to eat differently, whatever that goal is, I'm going to earn more money. But then all the inertia of the old environment, the inertia of our old way of being that wasn't the one who was working out, wasn't the one who was eating better, wasn't the one who was focused on gaining business, um, that those familiar patterns crop up. And now it's a, now people are reaching out either with, I failed because they're no longer doing their thing or they want the help. So they're, they've realized they've gotten in, in their own way and now they want help to kind of craft that new understanding of, who they need to be to create the commitment and really live the commitment ongoing. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there an average time frame you work with clients? I mean, for our listeners, like what is the kind of, you know, right scenario to find, you know, a coach such as yourself? It's like, are there things that need to line up and, hey, this is the right time or, or you know, and then what's an average time somebody works with, with a professional like you? For me, my, I offer either three-month, six-month, or 12-month commitment because nothing's going to change overnight. We, we could have a session that could be powerful, but like I said, the inertia tends to come back in. So that ongoing work for three months is the baseline window for me. 
and studies into coaching, particularly by John Gottman, who is a thought leader in coaching counseling space. His studies into coaching outcomes have shown that the magical place and time when the client really starts to own their shift in life rather than owning their other us word in life um, happens around 12 to 14 hours of work, which if we're meeting weekly, that's right in that three-month sweet spot. So they've, they've practiced, mm-hmm. they've fallen down, they've gotten back up, and they've really started to build their own internal processing and their new belief system. And through the reinforcement and through the, um, uh, the accountability that we set up together, they start to actively own it and live it for themselves in, in around that three-month window. And then for those who do six months or a year, we just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. No, I love that. I mean, you know, it's interesting because it's such a personal thing, you know, in working with, with someone like you. And I, and then we'll get into kind of your show and the kind of guests and everything because I'm super excited about welcoming you in as one of our new Women Lead Radio hosts. And, and yet you're a guy, so it's super cool even on top of that. But back to this, it's like, do you find that, I mean, it's such a personal thing is like, how do you find a good person? the right person for you to work with? And then what would you recommend to our listening audience about how do they find the right coach? Like what should they, what's a tip or, you know, a couple slices of insight you might give them. If you're looking for, you know, someone like yourself, it's like what should they be evaluating so that they know it's a good fit as they look around? Because I would assume not anybody is right for one individual, right? It's got to be a good custom fit with each other. Yeah, this work and really the work of all of the giving professions, whether it's coaching or whether it's counseling and therapy, anywhere where it's a personal interaction, um, that work is done in rapport. And the, the safer the client feels with the provider, the more they will be able to open up and feel comfortable opening up. And it's no different for us even in casual conversations. There are people that you know really well and potentially family members. There are things you would never share with. Yet sometimes we meet right. somebody and we just feel that, that click with them like, I'm telling you stuff I haven't, I haven't told to my family. Um, same yeah. thing happens with happens in these fields. You, you kind of sense the person or feel the person in the conversation of who's really listening to me. Because this work is about deep listening. Um, it's not about me mm-hmm. telling you what I think. It's not about me telling you my opinions and giving you advice, which is a misconception about what coaching's about. My job is to help you awaken to you and really understand your power so that you can live live a self-actualizing life. I'm, my job is to be obsolete in my clients' lives. Um, at the point whether that happens, whether it's three months, six months, or a year, I tend not to hear from them again because they're out impacting the world and living. And, uh, you know, every now and then I'll get a, hey, everything's going great. But it's, it's not a – I look at it as my job is to help the person remember who they really are because that's much more profound and impactful work and sustainable over the long term than I'm here to fix your problem. And as soon as the problem's fixed, we're, we're off in a different direction because the problem is never the problem. Wow. And I mean, that leads to something, I guess I've never even thought about this before, but do you get, you know, clients that in coaching, do you get clients that come back for like a, a reassess, a retool? It's like a kind of like now something else is going on. Do you get that kind of repeat business? Yeah. So someone, let's say we work together for 
three months or so and the client's feeling great, they're going out doing their thing, and maybe six months or a year later they find that they're at that next level of expansion or maybe use the ceiling mm-hmm. metaphor, like they've grown to that, that next place where they're feeling the shell of their comfort zone beginning to pressure or squeeze them as they're growing bigger. And then we talk through and kind of figure out who do they have to be on to be on the other side of that edge shell. Yeah, I've never heard anybody talk about that, so that's fascinating. I mean, I want to shift gears a little bit because we are super excited um, over here at Women Lean Radio, um, our podcast network and radio show network, that you are going to be one of our brand new um, hosts to Women Lead Radio. And I know we've locked in on your kind of show series title, which is Inspired Being, exclamation point. Tell us a little bit about why that title for your show series and, you know, what do you see in this uh, kind of like, you know, kind of description of what's your show going to focus on and, and that kind of thing. Kind of share with us. Get us excited, please. Yeah, we we are human beings. Yet how often do we get stuck being human doings and we're just going through the motions maybe even feeling disempowered because we have the drudgery or we're just doing the thing that's not serving us or we're doing the thing that somebody else wants us to do. We just don't feel it. When we remember who we are and come back to understanding who we are as a being, what's important to us, what our passions are, and from that point we can overcome the doing and our, our, the activities we take, how we feel about life changes so much when we're living from a space of taking care of ourselves first rather than putting everybody else in front of us because we can't give to the world if we're not giving back to ourselves first. So I'll be talking to individuals and leaders who, what were those moments where they had that breakthrough when they were feeling, they were feeling like they couldn't do it and weren't believing in themselves And what was that moment of shift when they really took another look and decided to put themselves first and understand that that's not selfish, but it's actually super important to who they are now and how they serve the world? And I love those three words that you said, that moment of shift. Like, you know, I mean, we all have those. I guess I never thought of it that way, but what a great, you know, group of words, the moment of shift. I mean, that's life, right? So, ooh, I love it. What are you thinking of as far as, you know, because I know you got everybody all booked up for the year, is what kind of guests are you thinking of inviting? Like what kind of people will you bring on to the show that, you know, listeners will be, you know, inspired or informed or, you know, give them some insight on what kind of guests are you going to have for your show? I'm excited to hear. I'm going to bring in some powerful coaches whom I know and that I've either worked with or that I know just from interacting with them, not so much in a coaching interaction, but people who've coached and inspired me on my journey, um, other entrepreneurs in the space of what was, what was the thing you needed to believe about yourself to really step out of working for someone else and now being in charge of your life, and other thought leaders along the way who've written, either written books or had published something that was a profound impact on me so that I can offer it out to the world for others to hear and be inspired by. Oh, I love it. I love it. 
I love it. Is there something I haven't asked you about your show that you want to share with the listeners, you know, right now, just about, because your first date of your show, do you do you remember what your first date is for your show? It is in March. I just need to look at my calendar quickly. It is. It is <laughs> I put you on the spot a bit. You put me on the spot. I wasn't ready. March 17, right before my birthday. Nice. Okay. We'll have a little inspired being going on. I love that. It's like, you know, I, I just think this is going to be an exciting show series. So I'm excited to welcome you into us. It's like, what would you like to one thing share with our listeners? We've only got a few minutes left, but any tips or insight about, you know, those resolutions that are a little bit kind of waning at this point from our first of the year excitement or anything on being an inspired being that you might want to share one or two pieces of advice with us as our listeners go, hmm, this guy sounds amazing. I, I think I can tie them both together. And the first one is nice. if you created your resolutions and you're finding yourself having trouble, that they're not sticky enough yet, go back and review them and see if you wrote them in the positive that saying I will achieve with the the energy of accomplishment already in it rather than I want to because we could spend the entire year wanting and we've still met the goal of wanting to lose weight or get a new job. Um, I will lose weight, get a new job, whatever your, whatever your goal is. So active declaration and also not written as the negative of I won't be in debt at the end of the year. That That is old energy. It's like um, don't think about a pink elephant. So whenever you're writing your goals, write toward what you want as the outcome, not what you don't want as the outcome. And as we move that into being, let it connect into your heart because we can say things as much as we want. We can overthink ideas, but until they resonate with our heart on an emotional level and we feel them in our gut as something that we really aligns with our true values or our sense of identity sits in our core, um, when a when a, when a goal resonates that deeply, then we'll do something about making it happen. So really tune in. Why is your goal important to you? It's not just the the smarts elements of smart goals. There's an there's an er on that of smart er. What's the emotional relevance of why it's important to do it? Because that's when you'll actually take the action to do it. Ooh, those are good. Those are good. I'm like I said. I'm very excited to have your show series part of our network. So those are awesome. Um, you know, sometimes I, we hope a lot, but I know I've heard quite frequently. We, I, I just in case our listeners want to reach out to you directly, I know we've got a link on our show page to your website. But how do you want to share any other contact information of how people could reach you if they want to inquire or find out more information or chat with you to see if you're a great fit. Yes, they can call me at 310-746-5929, or they can send me an email at daniel at transcendentliving.com. Nice. Okay, love it. We know your first show date. It's like we're almost wrapped up here for the show. It's like we know when it's going to be. I think my, you know, kind of thing for wrapping things up is, you know, we talked about the resolutions and that. I'm really curious for you, and I've never asked another coach this, like, who coaches the coach? Like, how do you, you know, have your inspired being? Do you work with somebody yourself that kind of helps keep you on the inspired track, or do coaches coach themselves? I guess that's something I've never known. I'm really curious about that. 
a little bit of both. And then once I feel like I've, once I feel like I've exhausted my internal resources and I need an outside perspective or I need someone to really hear what I'm saying, because I'm going to hear it through my experience up to that point. I, I need that fresh set of ears and eyes. Um, I am working with one coach right now who is my mentor for my next level of uh, credential with the um, International Coaching Federation. And I'm working with uh, someone else who is more of a mentor to me than a coach where you have a different energy of our interaction. And this is the second time mm-hmm. that I've engaged him, ooh, in the past three years. And he's really helping me on kind of getting out of my own way at the next level. Because <laughs> we all come up to that point of getting uh, on our own way. And I, it happens to me as much as anybody else. So true. That's so true. I think that's great. I mean, that's fascinating to me because I, I think that's something I just, I've never heard people talk about, that they have a coach. Who coaches a coach, right? That's such a great, and we all need yeah, coaches. And so, listen. It, oh, yeah, it's one of those funny things. Like, we just, we get, our, we get doing our own thing and sometimes forget that we, we need that help too. Right. Well, right, because you're busy serving clients. I totally get that. Um, we are on the end of the show here, so I'm going to say thank you for being our guest. Um, and then in the future, will be you will be the host doing this. But, you know, I always ask my guests to kind of leave us with something like super awesome, powerful and motivating or inspirational. You know, no, no pressure, but what can you leave us with that everybody's going to go, oh, man, I loved what Dan said at the end of the show. There you go. No pressure. No pressure at all. Um, what I do? It's a simple. It's a simple statement that's going to sound cheesy. Be kind to yourself. Mm. There's no need to beat ourselves up. There's no. There's no need for all the nonsense. There's enough other people out there, and you know, haters are going to hate. So why be one of them to yourself? I love that. Be kind to yourself, man. We don't say that enough. I know. You know. I mean, I. Ooh, okay, so there you go. That's our show for today. So, uh, Mr. Daniel, thank you for being my guest today as we introduce you as one of our new radio show hosts to Women Lead Radio. You were the leading man today, um, or dedicated dude as we call you. So that was <laughs> – it's a big it's a big awesome title. We hope you wear that proudly. Um, I want to give a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally. We are an international show, which I get excited about. Um, after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all the subscription podcasts, you know, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google um, podcast and even iHeartRadio, and those are our big ones. But there's all the different subscription podcasts that are available to you. Um, we are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we will be back again for another live show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific time. And it has been my absolute happy new year, sincere pleasure to be your host today. Dan will be your host next time. Um, but thank you so much for listening to all of our listeners. Have an awesome week and happy new year. And go and be, as Dan said, be kind to yourself. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.